What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 172 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled A Tale of Two Masters. Let's get into it. everybody it's your boy Che Cole and I'm super excited to get into another episode so let's hop into it this time we're talking a tale of two masters and what I mean by that is here recently uh, more especially or more significantly I've been burdened um, by what I've seen what I've noticed and, and this kind of builds off the episode from last week when we talked about change and attractions um, because I think that's the first step into getting to where we're at and so uh, through this, though, with those changed attractions, with those uh, changes in understanding the call that's on my life, uh, the push and the uh, press towards righteousness is that I think there uh, comes a time where uh, I've seen people uh, for uh, just living double lives, if you will, for lack of better words. Um, and so in one sense, we're uh, posting, and, uh, and this is not just a social media thing, this is also in lifestyle, uh, once you, you know people uh, on a personal level, and this is not to cast judgment, this is actually to help you mature in your walk and in, in your faith. And so this episode may be convicting to you, if it, as it is convicting to me in a certain sense, and you'll see uh, what I mean by that uh, later. But and so in this wrestle between a tale of two masters, I understand that uh, there seems to be uh, especially um, I don't want to say especially in, in a particular generation, because I think it's uh, uniform across is uh, in a in uh, church terms a sense of lukewarm behavior right and, and in bible terms lukewarm behavior in the sense that in one uh, setting or in one scene I'm seen as this uh, righteous person I'm, I'm holy on Sunday but the rest of my week is looking like hell uh, and I'm going there already and so what what the, what I mean by that is uh, the presentation who I represent doesn't isn't always consistent. And in some regards, um, you would think that uh, I'm I'm chasing after righteousness. I'm chasing after God. But in another sense, you would think that I'm just out here in the world and I'm out here doing these things and and, and things that don't bring forth the best representation of who God is. Why would someone want to serve God? Why would someone want to follow God when you do the same things that they do? Right. And we're talking about unbelievers here. We're talking about uh, those who have not given their life to Christ and understand uh, the full revelation of Christ to be able to do so. And so that's even going back to a couple episodes. We talked about having a revelation of Christ because it's layered. There's many different layers to this conversation to where we have to understand the revelation of Christ. And once I have a revelation of Christ, knowing that what he did was for my sins, for uh, the for uh, my, even though my righteousness is as filthy rags, but also understanding that Jesus died 
died for that. And so every time I sin, that that is uh, I, I think about him on the cross. Right. And so some of us, because uh, our pattern of, of nature, our uh, thought process behind uh, what living life means is it's OK to be lit in the club and turning up and uh, sexually immoral even and and cussing and all these different things. Right. I don't care who says what, uh, but there is a standard within righteousness. There is a standard which within the kingdom of God. And so, yes, these things may be uh, certain certain things that you enjoy. But the call for righteousness is that I don't enjoy this thing more than I enjoy the presence of God, more than I enjoy living for God. And so. Uh, what I really want to challenge you is, uh, is on this whole idea that I can do certain things, that I can be in the world. And, and uh, even though I'm in the world and not of the world, as the Bible tells us, that uh, some of our behaviors look like we're in the world and in the world. <laughs> and so this is really a push towards uh, who do you serve? What what master do you serve? Are you living for God? Are you living and upholding the standard of righteousness? Or are you a slave to to sin, to to this lifestyle that isn't conducive to the kingdom of God? And so let's go ahead and get scripture in here. And this episode is going to be scripturally intensive because I want you to know that this is not just Che talking, but this is the word of God. And so Luke 16 verse 13 says, no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And so what this is talking about, uh, Jesus has given the the parable, excuse me, uh, of the unjust steward. And so uh, he goes through a situation where in one sense, uh, the man needed forgiveness, right, uh, for for his debts. And then he Uh, then in turn abuses someone who owed him. And so that's what we look like whenever we uh, begin to uh, begin to um, live this double life. That's what we look. That's how we look. We look hypocritical behavior is what we're talking about, just in case you didn't know. This hypocritical behavior in one sense, I'm living for God. In the other sense, I'm living. If I'm not living for capital G God, then who am I living for? Lowercase G God. It's point blanks. And and we can leave it at that, to be honest. And so uh, one thing that I always point out uh, or like to point out, and, and I was able to, to speak on this um, at a youth event uh, or use this scripture uh, at a youth event at one point in time. Uh, was uh, Revelation 3, verse 15 through 16. Uh, and this is where Jesus is speaking to the lukewarm church. He says, I know your works that you are neither hot, neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And so we see that how uh, Jesus speaks about lukewarm behavior, how uh, you, you're not even cold. You're, you're not cold. You're not hot. I don't know who you I don't know who you represent. I don't know who you're living for. Are you living for God or are you living for lowercase g? <laughs> right. Are, are you living for Satan? Are you living for God? I, I can't tell. And so since I don't know where to play, the only place I can place you because I'm confused, you're even confusing me is in uh, <laughs> eternal, eternal uh, punishment, because I, I don't know. Right. And so that's 
what it looks like to those who say, aren't you living for God? Aren't you a Christian? Aren't you a believer? And so we have to check ourselves to say, what do I represent? Who do I represent as an ambassador of Christ? Right. And so uh, I understand that there are some things and, and we talked about James one uh, verse 14 about being drawn away by by your own desires. And if you continue that, it says that uh, this is James one fifteen. Then when uh, the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it's fully grown brings brings death. And so uh, being tempted by our own desires is uh, leading in, leading to the pathway of sin. It's leading us down a path of sin. And so uh, what I want to encourage you is like even Proverbs 26 and 11, this is NASB. It says like a dog that returns to its vomit. So is a fool who repeats his foolishness until you have a revelation of Christ, until you realize that what I'm doing is is foolishness. And so some of us wonder why we continue down these cycles. We continue down these patterns. It's because we're <laughs> this imbalance in our walk, this imbalance in who we serve. Right. Not saying that you won't go through things as a believer in Christ. Right. Because we know that it, it rains on the just and the unjust. But at the same time, some of the cycles that people are in is because of this. Uh, I'm unstable. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways, says the word. And so uh, in thinking about that, I really want to challenge you on who you serve. Right. In one sense, I'm <laughs> I'm showing my church attendance and and what really bothers me, what really concerns me. I know this is kind of taken on and, and it kind of sounds all over the place. But what really concerns me is those of you who are aspiring to be in leadership in ministry. Those of you who are serving uh, even youth, even uh, just in general in the church. Right. Know uh, the reason uh, Christians get a bad rap is because of lukewarm behavior because of this serving of two masters right and I get it I understand that you may be overcoming some things you may uh, be working uh, through the process of sanctification because I believe it is a process not saying that it that God can't uh, supernaturally do it to where you do a complete 180 from where you were but it's also to suggest that there is a process. And I understand that the problem with serving two masters is this premeditated behavior, this premeditated turn up, this premeditated drunkenness, this premeditated uh, uh, sexual immorality, these premeditated decisions that you are making. There's a difference between a fall and a choice. There's a there's a difference there. Right. I, I'll give you one time. I'll give you two times. Right. And, and we understand forgiveness and all of that. Right. Seventy times seven. And so we understand forgiveness from that standpoint. But this is a call towards maturity. This is a call towards growing in Christ and growing and uh, leaving the vomit, leaving the foolishness uh, away. Right. And so uh, I, I want to bring some balance to this because I feel that. Uh, you know, s some of you are like, well, I'm not I don't I'm, I'm not sleeping around. I'm not drunk. Like he talking to other people. Right. And so here is where uh, the true true conviction comes for us, even as mature believers and mature saints within uh, within uh, the body of Christ is uh, let's go to Colossians three. Um uh, 
And I'm going to jump around a lot here when I read this. Um, so let's start at verse 1. Uh, if, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. All right, let's skip down. Uh, verse 5, therefore put to death your members which are the earth, which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, and covetedness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you, you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. And so what, what uh, the writer here is assuming is that uh, you have put to death those things, right? Because you see in verse 7, it says, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. He's assuming that uh, you have you're saved, you're living for God uh, uh, purely. Right. You're living for God truly, authentically. You're actually walking this journey. Right. He, he's, this, he's not talking to to the lukewarm there. He's talking to the mature. Right. And so he says uh, he says, but now you yourselves are put are to put off all these anger wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. <laughs> Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, right? Where there is neither Greek nor Jew. I'm going to skip down to verse 12. Uh, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Right. And so I want to stop there. And so we see the character of the new man. And so uh, he, he goes through putting off anger, putting off wrath, putting off malice, blasphemy, filthy language. And so here we're, we're talking to the mature. As I said, we're talking to those of us um, who we, we can't be, we have to be faithful to our commitments. We can't be one way at work and one way at church. <laughs> when, here's the question that begs asking, when am I not a believer? When do I not represent Christ? The gift, the representation of Christ isn't like my work badge. When I take off the badge at work, I'm no longer seen as uh, an employee of the company or whatever the case may be. I'm always there is no badge in Christianity. Once you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, you don't turn that off. You can't uh, I can't flip the switch because what we're doing when we're in those places, going back to that or when we're using filthy language or when we're uh, doing things that we're not supposed to lying, being deceitful, being prideful, being arrogant, all of these things, when we do that. We're grieving the Holy Spirit. We are uh, not being the representation of Christ that we need to be. Right. And so let's look at First Timothy uh, verse four to twelve says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Right. 
And so, because I feel this, especially for those of you who are young adults and, and uh, that is majority of who is on this platform, who listens to this platform, who watches this platform is young adults. And so the, the call is that, uh, or the excuse is I'm young, I wanna live life, I, I, all of that, right? And so this is why it's important because we can't serve two masters. Living for God is the best thing that we can do. Let me say that again. Living for God is the best thing that we can do. Right. Sin leads to death. <laughs> Point blank. Jesus came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. So that tells me in and of itself, if Jesus came that we may have life and have life more abundantly, that the life that I thought I was living in the world is not to be compared to the life that is in Christ. I'm not living until I know Christ, until I, I have accepted him as Lord and Savior. And so the lukewarm behavior, the the all of the other stuff, it's not just for the other people. I don't want to uh, discount your own soul salvation when it comes to this, because a lot of times we'll say you're the only Bible people may read. And yes, that is true. But this has personal implications. And I cannot stress this enough. The personal implications to this walk. Right. The Bible tells us that many will say, Lord, Lord, did I not? prophesy in your name then I cast out demons in your name and the what will the Lord say to them is depart from me I never knew you right not everyone who says Lord Lord will inherit the kingdom of God that should scare you into righteousness almost right not that you have to be scared or fearful of uh, of God but there is a seriousness. There is a, a criticality behind living for God. Right. And so it, it's a call towards this episode. And uh, I hope that this really hit home for you as you evaluate your life. Right. And it's not the, the quote unquote big sin because we like to make things bigger or uh, whatever. Right. Or we like to point the finger and say, well, I don't do that, but uh, you're lying or you're you don't you're unforgiving. <laughs> you're holding grudges against people. Right. You're gossiping. All of these things that are contrary to a life of uh, in Christ. Right. There are so many times. And, and here is the personal application behind this and the personal testimony behind this. There are so many times where uh, I ask for forgiveness and not knowing if I did offend someone or if someone brings an offense to me. I'm, I for I ask for forgiveness. Please forgive me. Right. There there have been times in my journey where um, there were certain things right, that were hard to let go, uh, and it, it's important that I understand, like, if Second Peter talks about, uh, in certain translations, it quotes it, or says it like this, it says, uh, for one is a slave to whatever controls them, and that, that can go deeper than uh, just lukewarm behavior, because some, some things, uh, may not necessarily be a sin, but if it's controlling our time, social media, if it's controlling uh, where we go, certain things that we do, all of these different things, it may not be a sin, quote unquote sin, as outlined through the Bible, but it is pulling us away from God. And so uh, those distractions and uh, all of those different things. 
And so we have to be careful. We have to be cognizant of what is control, who is controlling us, what master are we serving? And so this is a call towards righteousness. This is a call. This is a warning for lukewarm behavior. Because I believe that God is drawing a line. He's, it's time out for fake Christianity. It's time out for uh, impure motives, impure uh, postures, right? Uh, Apostle Williams just preached a, a message that I, I was able to, uh, who's the apostle over uh, the organization that I'm licensed under and everything. And he, he preached a message that said character still counts. Because some of us have missed out on the character that is required as followers of Christ. We get caught up on the gifts. We get caught up on the talents. We get caught up on all of these different things, but have, don't have the character to sustain. We don't have the character of Christ. We don't have the mind of Christ. And that is critically important. I can't stress it enough. My heart is grieved. God's heart is grieved. By some of this lukewarm, hypocritical behavior, who do you represent? Capital G, God, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You, we are ambassadors of Christ. So we, let us walk in a way worthy of the call. Right. And you may say, well, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister. I don't feel called to ministry. It does not matter. The standard is the same. Yes, those who uh, teach are held to a higher standard, but the standard is the standard. <laughs> the standard is righteousness. The standard <laughs> is not being or, or having these premeditated uh, slip ups, these premeditated falls to where I'm planning to get drunk. I'm planning to have sex before me. I'm planning to do all of these different things. Right. And I'm going to get off the tangent. I'm going to end the episode there. So I, I pray that this either convicted you or challenged you. Right. Because it's not just those different things. As I said, right. The big sense It's also uh, watching how we uh, treat one another, how we speak to one another. Are we gossiping? Are we uh, prideful, arrogant? That is still contrary to the word of God. And so I hope this episode uh, gave you something to think about, challenge you a little bit. Um, as always, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a like, leave a comment, um, all of that, do all the YouTube stuff. And, um, Follow us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, threads, at Cold Therapy. And yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. I pray, I hope that this challenged you uh, in, in just maturing in Christ. Cold Therapy is a, is a platform, uh, and, and the call that's on my life is to help those, um, help believers mature in Christ and uh, lukewarm behavior hypocritical behavior is like <laughs> that that is something that we have to address as the body of Christ right and if there is someone that is close to you um, that is engaging in, in this type of behavior please as a loving brother as a loving sister in Christ it is our responsibility to acknowledge it um, and so that's going to do it for this episode as always I'm your host Che Cole and until next time Peace.